Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Well, welcome. Yeah. We're, on welcome. From, we're on the radio from 1 till 4. After 4 o'clock, you listen to the podcast. It's called John and Ken on Demand. You can hear the whole show. Anything you miss after 4. You're done? No, I can go on. Oh, okay. It's, it's just, uh, sometimes you have so much energy, I don't want to slow you down and interrupt you. It's like, somebody's got to have energy. It's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> somebody's got to have energy. Well, uh, obviously, the, the big story nationally is the mass shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, Covenant Presbyterian School, a 28-year-old woman has been identified as the shooter. She is dead, described as a former student at the school. It's a long time to wait to come back if that's what's going on here. But she entered the school through a side entrance with a couple of rifles and a handgun. We're going to pick up the news conference, which is supposed to happen in about an hour for the latest. But right now we'll go to Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, with uh, an update on the story. Alex. Hey, guys. Yeah, that, that's uh, pretty much what they know right now, and that uh, she walked in. Uh, they, they got the calls uh, in the, the 10 o'clock hour this morning that there was an active shooter. They put together a five-person police team to go in immediately. That That is the, the training since Columbine. That is not what they did in Uvalde, but it's what they're supposed to do and what they're trained to do of, you go in, first officers on scene, you hear gunfire, and you don't wait. No more waiting like they did in Columbine or in Uvalde for a SWAT team, and, and that's when a lot more people will die. Uh, so they went in. Oh, They were on the first floor. They heard more gunfire coming from the second floor. That team of the five on the entry team, they went upstairs, and there she was. And 
They got into a gun battle with her. She was still firing. They shot her. She went down. The call going out like this. Multiple victims down inside the school. Shooter is down now as well. They knew that there were uh, multiple who were injured. Some of them were still slightly alive. Uh, they knew that they were uh, very, very uh, badly injured. And, and all of, of those who were injured ended up uh, dying in the end. Uh, but, uh, you know, in so many ways, this is another active shooter walking into a school, much like Newtown, much like Uvalde. This one, uh, children K through six in in Covenant School, um, three children killed, three adult victims killed as well, plus the shooter. But the female shooter is what is different here. That is very uncommon for active shooters and almost unheard of in an elementary school. Um, but they have identified her. The chief saying, "Yes, we have identified the suspect. It's a 28-year-old female white." Uh, actually a Nashvilleian uh, or lives in the Nashville area. They've been at her house today. They're trying to vacuum, as they say, all of her social media to suck it all up to understand what was she about? Why did she do this? That she was a former student at some point many years ago at this elementary school. Why go there? Uh, she had two long guns and a handgun. Where she got them from? Were they legally obtained by her? Uh, they don't know yet. Um, but but just reiterating, when they got to her, it went down like this. When the officers got to the second level, they saw a shooter, a female, who was firing. The officers engaged her. She was fatally shot. And there's no more who are injured uh, now that, that are in hospitals. There was one police officer who had a minor injury, but that was about it. So everybody she shot, they were all killed. And today, guys, policemen escorting school buses full of children out of the area, Families have been reuniting, lots of hugs going on, but uh, police right now, through social media, talking to family, talking to friends, trying to figure out who she was and, and why she did this. They don't have ages on the, uh, the children? They're, they're not yeah. putting it out yet. They say they do know the families have been identified, but um, they, they say they're not ready to do that. Probably by the end of the day they will, but not yet. This is pre-K to sixth grade at this school. Yeah, yeah these are going to be young victims. Yikes. All right, Alex, thank you very much. You got it. Thanks, guys. You know, from Alex look, Stone, ABC from, News for KFI. Yes. From looking around, uh, listening to Alex's report, there, there's everything he said, that's all there is. I can't find any additional information about this because it happened very recently. It's a, f a few hours old, and uh, they now know the identity of the woman that did this, but now it's a matter of digging up what can be learned about her from family, neighbors, social media. All that kind of usual stuff. It's just the only thing that's flipped here is it's a female that has carried out the shooting and then was shot dead by police. I uh, 28, too. The reports that floated early this morning was that it was a teenage woman. And then that got scrubbed, uh, I think, around the 11 o'clock hour when they said it was a 28-year-old woman. They found a car nearby, I guess her car, which gave them a lot of information and clues. They needed to figure out more about who this was. It would take an extremely long time to find a case where a woman goes out and kills a bunch of innocent children. Very uh, long time. I uh, just did. Nothing, nothing comes to mind. Mass any, shootings by any, women are rare. Mass shootings of children by women. That's got to be fairly rare. Uh, yeah, I can't think of one. No. Does this amp up the argument now for the gun control? Now, look, now it's even women doing this. This infection. It's is killing America. I that is nope. a permanent dead end. That, I, I think so, but that's what's happening immediately. I know. It's everybody wasting time and preening and pump fooning. Right. Right. There's, uh, there's, uh, it's clear that there's nothing you can do to stop these things.
I mean, the Senate passed something last year. I forgot this. Oh, uh, it was cosmetic nonsense. But the House was not going to. Yeah, it was. It was. They're, no, they're they're not serious. Neither neither party's interested in it. It's a little unusual too that it's a private school that got shot up. I mean, a lot of them have been happening at public schools around the country. This is a private Christian elementary school in Nashville, as John said, preschool through sixth grade. So what happened to this woman if she attended there? We understand she did. Uh, she would have been out, what, 15 years? <laughs> sixth grade? Was that year 12 or something? It's all what's between her ears. Some uh, kind of disturbance between her ears. The fact that she killed as many adults as children, I wonder if it was a teacher or somebody of that. I mean, unless unless she got her angry, she was in some way uh, assaulted when she was in the school. Oh, I didn't think of that. You're right. Mistreated or even assaulted. You're right. right. Yeah, Um, I didn't think of that. But I I, I don't know. I mean, Um, I mean, usually the shootings are not because teachers assaulted or abused the children. It's because they got bullied right mm -hmm. by their by their classmates. That's what makes them angry. But they go back when they're either still a student there or within a short time after they were a student. They're like the Florida killer. Well, Uh, girls get bullied by other girls, too. Well, I think the Connecticut killer, Adam Lanza, that's that was also kind of weird. He wasn't this. He was a student, but it was years. Yeah, but he he killed very young children. And he was kind of ding, though. He had some mental disorder. uh, Yeah, he was. He was severe. So. All right, so we'll update you uh, with the news conference. We're told it's supposed to start around 2 o'clock our time, and that's when we'll hear uh, perhaps more details. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming in hot. <laughs> Sorry, the music was so loud there, I had to adjust my headphones. And then you were trying to talk over it, so it's like doubly loud. Uh, We, of course, uh, update you on the uh, school shooting in Tennessee. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a news conference scheduled after two o'clock. Three adults, three children killed by a 28 28- year old woman who has not been identified by name but has been identified as a former student of some kind at this private school like a presbyterian school in nashville tennessee uh we now turn to better news Uh, we tried for many months to help scuttle the nomination of eric garcetti to become the next indian ambassador i called every day you did you said, said you were going to do that. You did do that? I, I, I called every day. Who did you call exactly? Huh? I called. Uh, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I just got I, mean, I have a friend that does that too. Whenever I call him out, I was like, huh? <laughs> it's a transition. Huh? Where, huh? <laughs> did you just wake up? I just, uh, I just, you know, I called the government. I wondered numbers. who you called. Or maybe I would have done it too I if you know. told me. People answered. I the told Senate? Them, you called the U.S. Senate? I call, you... Yes. The U.S. Senate has a number. You call that number. Just a generic number for the Senate. Well, sure, you the US Senate. And I told that lady at the sports board probably 50 times. No Garcetti. Don't, don't let that Noah in to become ambassador. Yeah, well, uh, he slipped through and got uh, sworn in on Friday. Yeah, she, might but not, the, she might not have passed the message. Afraid not. Either that or you have no influence. You have no That's very power. You have, <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Well, you might be right. That's why I'm here. That might be the problem. I have a few things to tell you you might not have thought of. No, nobody cares what I say. Uh, however, the other, well, there's two other nominees we've talked about besides Garcetti. One of them went south, uh, saying that uh, for the good of the FAA and the country, he is standing down on his nominee to head the Federal Aviation Administration. The old head of Metro, Philip Washington, is uh, not going to be the next head of the FAA. Well, he he, was, he withdrew. He was an incompetent boob because Ooh. he allowed the Metro to become uh, a rolling a psychotic asylum filled with uh, homeless people and, uh, and mental patients and drug addicts. That's his fault. He was running the place, and that's why nobody wants to take it. Now, to be fair, I think he left before the pandemic when Metro got really disgusting. He's he's been gone from Metro for a few years. It was disgusting before that. Uh, It was already on the decline, clearly. But uh, the pandemic is when, you know, people stopped, completely stopped taking the buses and trains and the homeless took them over completely. Uh, So the reason apparently is uh, Arizona Senator, uh, this wild card woman, Kirsten Sinema. I, Arizona, right? She used to be a Democrat, but she uh, left the party and now identifies officially as an independent. She uh, canceled the planned committee vote last week, and that's probably when the waves started running around that, Philip, I don't think you're going to get 
this nomination, you may not get enough Democrat votes because, as you know, it's pretty close. Well, they didn't have he didn't have a majority in the committee. See, Garcetti at least had a 13 to 8 majority. Yeah, it surprises me because committee. the committee, yeah. He's a dodo bird. I mean, he, he has no experience in aviation other than two years as a bureaucrat with the Denver airport. Outside of that, he doesn't know anything about flying planes. And they also were spooked by his role in the, uh, uh, what, 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 what's their name? You talking about Sheila Kuehl? Yes, the Sheila Kuehl uh, that came situation. up. Didn't? Yeah, that did come up. I saw it in one article today no. that uh, that uh, some of the some of the uh, senators were getting uneasy because clearly in that case he was telling uh, one of the staffers just to forward the seventy five thousand dollar payment over to Sheila Kuehl's friend. The nonprofit that ran the hotline, right? The yeah, the the fake uh, sexual harassment hotline that right. Kuehl had set up for her friend. And um, this woman came to Armstrong and said, what's what's with this $75,000 payment? This is not supposed to be. And he said, well, just do it because I want to get a favor from Sheila Kuehl. So, you know, the, her testimony is credible. It's in black and white. And uh, some senators were uncomfortable with that. And, mm. you know, they can, they can, they, they get the stories from, from California that the metro system is a disaster and needs to be nuked. So what are you going to put in charge of the FAA? Well, the FAA? there's also the important thing that the FAA is having problems right now. I mean, we had a couple of problems with the Boeing 737s. Remember that? There was a crash in Indonesia in 2018 and Ethiopia the next year. 350 people were killed. And apparently congressional investigators found that the FAA was given too much oversight to Boeing itself. So they did pass right. legislation to try to address that problem, but it's felt like you need a stronger hand at the FAA, and you probably need somebody with real aviation background. I mean, and also, he was in the military, but and running the Denver airport. Somebody who isn't doing dirty deals with local dirty politicians like Sheila Kuehl. You know, you have a, a problem with his ethics. You have a problem with his performance. I mean, I mean, people have fled the metro. We're, they're at the lowest point since the 1980s. People riding trains after spending billions of dollars of tax money. Just what is it that he does well? He's another the another one of these guys like Pete Buttigieg. He just gets bumped up until he hits a position that overwhelms him. And I think now, when he got to Metro, that overwhelmed him. You give him the FAA, you're dealing with planes potentially falling from the sky. The uh, other story dealing with Metro, kind of a surprise because they are looking at renewing their security contracts. Uh, we've gone over the stories the last few months of just how many dead people are being found on the buses and trains from overdoses and the crime. And uh, there was a lot of talk that, well, you know, we want security ambassadors out there, but apparently they're talking about exploring their own police force. The way it works now is <clears throat> they have to sign contracts with local law enforcement to patrol the buses and trains. Like L.A. County Sheriff does some, LAPD does some. There's all these different contracts they signed all over the county to cover the buses and train security. Uh, and and I thought the way things are going, you know, defund the police and the police are evil, that they might just say, well, you know, we'll just keep that and then we'll throw a few security ambassadors well, that, on there. But apparently they're thinking about uh, actually at some point getting their own security force. That, that defund the police thing has uh, long peaked. 
But the attitude is still there, particularly among yeah. elected officials. People so, on these boards I know. are like that. I, I know, but, you, you, but the reality... And they control the decision-making, so this is not completely gone. We've got to keep fighting it. I, uh, yes, you have to keep fighting it, but I think it, it's largely dead because they are creating their own transit police force because it is too disgusting and dangerous for words. And and no, but no normal person would ever get on a metro train. And if you are a normal person considering it, don't do it. You'll you'll probably get stabbed and beaten, left for dead. And there's not going to be anybody who's going to come and help you. So they renewed their current police contracts with the Sheriff's Department, Long Beach Police, and LAPD, possibly until at least 2026. But it sounds like uh, they're you know, they're thinking about uh, creating their own uh, security force. We have to get over this ambassador fetish. If I hear that word one more time. All right. You know, who ambassador means Garcetti. Ambassador means some uh, weak. I mean, really, what adult applies to be an ambassador? They uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I heard I heard one writer say last week, what good does that do? They're going to sit there with the walkie talkie and call in the fact that somebody's yeah. getting shot. You need police presence. Right. Like, yeah, right. Doesn't scare anybody. Do, do you want if, you, if you're getting stabbed? Do you want a cop with a gun who could shoot? The stabber, or do you want an ambassador who's going to make a phone call to get a cop in 15 minutes to shoot the stabber? You're lucky. You're right. wait, 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 which do you want? I mean, this this whole weird fetish has got to end. With people have to grow up. You need mean, tough guys with guns to keep order. You well, it's the same have... thing that they want to empty the prisons. They just don't believe in any kind of enforcement well, it, action that's, anymore. That's childish. It's another reason why they're not taking the homeless off the streets. That, they don't want any enforcement action. That is beauty queen logic or fourth oh, grade well. logic. That The only time I've seen ideas like that flourish is when you read fourth grade essays on how would you make the world better. Or when they used to interview uh, Miss America, why, you know, what, what is your dream for the country? And those silly people, fourth graders and beauty contest winners would say silly things like that you shouldn't have people in, in, in public service saying anything near that all right when we come back it was a story that broke not long after we went off the air on friday they have reached a tentative agreement between the los angeles unified school district and that union representing the cafeteria workers the custodians the bus drivers we'll talk about it details coming up johnny ken kfi am 640 live everywhere the iHeartRadio app you're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, and again, we're expecting a news conference out of Nashville, Tennessee, about the school shooting this morning at a private school, a Covenant school, a Presbyterian school in Nashville. Where tw- Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to more than a movie as part of the My Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 28-year-old woman got into the school and she killed three adults and three school children. We don't know much else. We They do know the identity of the shooter. They haven't released that yet, but they do say they believe that she did attend the school at some point in her life. She apparently was killed on the second floor of the school building by two cops who shot her to death and they apparently responded rather quickly to the scene. It was all over. But uh, we'll see what else we'll learn coming up, we believe, at 2 o'clock. These things don't always happen on time. So whenever it pops up. She, uh, she may have killed uh, more people than anybody, any woman ever has. Is that right? In the U.S. Yeah, the Daily Mail has a list. And I don't know if this is the absolute comprehensive list, but they can only find four other female shooters uh, mass shooters uh, who ha- who shot at a school. Well, it depends on your definition of mass. Oh, oh and uh, shot at a school too. Yeah, shot at a school. Uh, 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 there was the famous uh, girl in uh, 1979 who said she did it because she didn't like Mondays. And oh, I remember that line. I don't remember, remember the whole story. Remember, yeah. remember the hit song that uh, came out of that. Bob Geldof tell me I why I don't like Mondays. It was a 16 year old mm. Brenda Spencer shot her principal and another staff member. And she told a reporter, I just don't like Mondays. I did this because it's a way to cheer up the day. No. Oh. And that led to the record. Uh, second example, teenager. Uh, no, second example is 23 year old at a technical college in Louisiana. She killed two students. Her name was Latina Williams in 08. Third example is Tia Wimberly, 15 years old, shot her friend Amanda Collette, but that looked to be a, a, a personal issue between the two. Uh, then there was a sixth grader in Idaho who opened fire, but I guess didn't hit anybody. Hmm. So that's it. That's four other examples. And some of those are kind of limited. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'd qualify as a mass shooting. Hmm. But uh, this school is run by a church, does not employ any kind of like school resource officer or cop or anything like that. So we don't know how much that they trained there or considered the possibility of mass shooting at a place like that, because it is a bit unusual. It happens at a private school, a private Christian school, just pre-K to sixth grade. 
in in Nashville, Tennessee, that just doesn't seem like everybody anybody would be on edge there, right? For a mass shooter. All right, so you'll hear more. We think coming up uh, in the two o'clock hour with a news conference out of Tennessee. Uh, after we left the airwaves on Friday, a couple of hours later, it was announced that the L.A. Unified School District had reached a deal with the union representing what we call the service workers at the school district, the custodians, cafeteria workers, bus drivers, other support staff. And from what I can tell, uh, the school district caved. <laughs> uh, even though they're going to be giving the raises out over time, a lot of the employees in, in question here, there's 35,000 of them in this union, will eventually get their 30%, which is what they were holding out for. Yeah. And Carvalho's excuse as well, at least because we're doing it out over time, it's not going to bankrupt us. This takes us to July 1st of 2024. That's the last payout. All workers receive a $2 an hour pay raise. You know Before what? that, there's a couple of payments coming or increases. Of all the tax money I pay... Uh, the money that goes to the LA school system is the one I resent the most. It is. I, yeah. I, I resent the most. I could never use the LA school system for my three sons because it was such a heinous disaster. And uh, now they're giving out 30% raises for uh, people who slop uh, the red sauce on the pasta. It's like, oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. You know? Uh, yeah, 30% more for the guy scrubbing the, uh, the toilets. A few things we thought you'd like to know pointed out by uh, Matt Welsh, who's the editor at large of Reason magazine, and uh, you can go to Reason.com. This also appeared in the Orange County Register. He writes, all of this with a district that is fading away. <clears throat> the district's enrollment decrease has been stunning to behold. 20 years ago, LA Unified peaked at 747,000 K-12 students, almost all taught by the government-managed union-staffed monopoly. 10 years ago, the district enrollment was down to 656,000, of which 86% were in traditional schools. The rest moved over to charter schools. Now, LA Unified educates just 422,000 students. The charter schools are up to 113,000 students enrolled. Reduced birth rates, slowed immigration, family-unfriendly housing prices, and the state's stalled population all contribute to the shrinking of the student pool, but, you know, don't also <laughs> leave out the fact that some parents said <laughs> no. enough is enough, especially the, with the pandemic, we're leaving. The main reason, but the, it, uh, you know, I love when they give like five reasons that are peripheral. The main reason is everybody in the world knows that the LA public school system is, is dis a disgusting disaster. And so what you do is you move to the suburbs if you can. You go to a parochial school. Uh, you, you 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 go to a private school, you homeschool, or you just move out of state entirely, which a lot of the middle class has done. Right. But you know these people here are trapped. It it is largely a minority population. Many of them can't speak English, and and they're very poor. You know, eighty over eighty percent of these kids come from very very poor families, so they're trapped by their economic circumstances. And we mentioned this the other day, but he has the details because we were talking about this. And it turns out, John, it was 2002. L.A. Unified embarked on a $20 billion school construction frenzy. As he said, it was eminent domain abusing because apparently they bulldozed businesses. More than a thousand affordable housing residents. The historic Ambassador Hotel was all taken down. 
the beloved Hollywood star Lane's bowling alley uh, from the movie The Big Lebowski, all bulldozed so they could build largely empty schools. Whole neighborhoods were destroyed to educate children who no longer exist. And when we were on the air back then, it's one of the times you have to point this out. It's important. We said this. We were already reading numbers that were predicting declining enrollment. We said, why are they doing this? And remember all the bond money that they issued to do this? Yes. Which and is- they were on this, oh, we, it's going to be a 50, uh, 60, 80 kids to a classroom if we don't do this. We've got to right. do something. We've so, got to build more schools. So, uh, they, oh, it was a classic form. They acted hysterically. They made all kinds of false predictions, which I suspect they knew were false at the time. Right. Then they go bulldozing neighborhoods, and all these years later, none of the kids exist. They they, but but I mean, you're but, down to four hundred and seventy thousand students. How many? How Back many? Back then there were seven hundred and fifty thousand. How many politically connected construction companies got contracts to build the schools? How many politically connected labor unions provided the workers to build the unneeded schools? That's what these things are about. I I think the, these companies and and the unions will go to politicians and say, "Hey, we need some contracts here. What do you have for me? What can you do?" Right. Okay, we got to create a hysteria. What's a good hysteria? Ah, that you're going to end up with 80 kids in a classroom. All right, so you start screaming, oh, our, our population uh, projections show that we are going to have um, uh, 2 million children uh, by the year 2030. We have to get a head start on this. And they're wrong. And I don't know if, they, if they're just really bad at their projections or they lie in order to get You want to grow. You want to be powerful. Exactly right. You do lie. You just make everybody believe that you need more money. This is basically how government entities work. Uh, I I remember this. I had to audit a few government entities. You know what I heard everywhere I went? This is back east when I was in accounting. Oh, we're short-staffed. I always heard that. We need more money. Always heard that. Mm. And, you know, with government budgeting, what you don't spend, allegedly you lose. It's supposed to go back. You don't get to roll it over into another fiscal year. They used climate change hysteria. To convince people to borrow and pay for $10 billion in high-speed rail funds. $10 billion. That was based on climate change hysteria. You know, one of my sons has had to fly back and forth between here and San Francisco a number of times in the past few months. After going through that whole routine with him, there is zero chance anybody like him is taking a train to San Francisco. That's, That's so ridiculously impossible and ludicrous. Just absolute nonsense. That's never, ever, ever, ever going to happen. And 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 they, they create these. What was the other hysteria recently? Oh, the, the homeless hysteria. The homeless hysteria, right? Billions and billions of dollars in extra taxes for what? For more homeless. <laughs> but that was about manipulating That's... you and making you feel guilty. Like, shouldn't you spend a little bit more money just, you know, to help out the poor Angelinos in the streets? Like, F and you. Stop uh, it. And stop voting for this stuff. And stop voting for idiot politicians who push this stuff. They are always lying to you. Always. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, well, we're expecting a news conference out of Nashville, Tennessee, about the school shooting that left three adults and three school children dead, and the shooter is dead, too. The police killed her. Uh, seven people. We'll... Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. 
Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. See what else we can learn, supposedly in the two o'clock hour. If not, at some point before we go off the air, we'll be talking to Blake Trolley, KFI News, because they're taking down the fence, John, around Echo Park Lake. It started this afternoon. Yeah, so well, after having two little town halls, I think, yes, he had one for English-speaking people and, and one for Spanish-speaking people. The councilman, Hugo Soto Martinez, said, let's take the fence down. Well, because those were theater. He always was going to take the fence down. It didn't matter what anybody did at the town halls. Then a lot of people wanted the fence to stay up, from what we understood. Well, of course they do, because now the homeless are going to come pouring in. And and, and this uh, this communist doesn't care. Hugo yeah. Martinez doesn't care what happens to the park now. Did you see uh, Blake sent us some photos? Yeah, the email. And, and they've got those filthy, disgusting uh, RVs, RVs parked along yeah. the yeah. edges of the park. Well, that, that, those, those, uh, they're going to come crawling out of there. Set up their tents. I didn't know it was going to happen this soon. I thought he was going to wait a few more months, oh, but it's uh, happening this afternoon he, as we he, speak. They're bringing he, them, They're taking down the fencing. The Democratic Socialists of America, which is his party, not to be. He con- says this is why he was elected. They elected him to do this. That was his quote last week. Well, he, he can say anything he wants. You know, most of the public doesn't. Virtually all of the public doesn't want any of this. He just the guys just say things. Why not? Are you going to get into an argument with him? 
Well, he's, he's fulfilling got... a campaign promise. How do you prove that wrong? Nobody that... voted over that issue. He's, Nobody he's, pays attention they... to campaigns. <laughs> no, look, George Gascon got elected. Nobody pays attention to who's running for anything. They don't. They don't keep track of the news. Most of the public is is ninety nine percent ignorant as to what's going on in the world. Yeah, and, well, and at least and, uh, they didn't give Bonin his replacement, so there was no, one election yours that worked out. But how much publicity did that take? How Tracy many Park won? How many news stories did they do on television on Bonin on on the homeless situation on the West Side? What put it over the edge was uh, when, when when was Venice. The situation in Venice got so bad, and that became an international news story because it's such a big tourist attraction. And then the sheriff went in there and made a big stink about it. And that's what sank Bonin. But that you needed a monumental amount of publicity for it. And that was also grassroots. Finding neighbors just started talking to neighbors and saying, look, we got yes. to do something here. And, and, and the, the people- organization, even though they did not affect the recall of Bonin, that was kind of the beginning of it. Yeah. I, and the people on the west side are far more connected to what's going on in the world than, than the people in uh, oh, yeah, Echo the, Park Lake the District. No, it's, it's very true. I don't yeah. even think there's that many you know, voters. No. Uh, so we'll eventually be talking to Blake because he went there today. Uh, probably collected some audio. John mentioned some pictures. And we'll see what's going on with that. We're supposed to have him on at 2. If this news conference starts, then we'll have to have him on later. Uh, speaking of L.A., uh, pretty funny story, funny. <clears throat> in the El Segundo Times, the mansion tax is going to kick in on April 1st. I know John voted for this. Measure ULA passed in November. It is going to assess a 4% tax on property sales above $5 million and a 5.5% tax on property sales above $10 million. That's why they call it the mansion tax, because most people don't live in homes that are worth $5 million or more than $10 million. But what is it for? Give me an H. Homelessness. Yay. More money for the homelessness industrial complex. And supposedly affordable housing construction. Oh, oh you know what? Both of those are fake issues. The, well, the, yeah, this will go down the drain like the, all the rest the of the money. The money going to the homeless nonprofits, and we'll have another story on that that we're going to get into, is a huge waste of money. And, and stop with the affordable housing. They may not get as much as they think. Apparently, property sales have already declined greatly in the first three months of 2022. And then this story tells you that there are other people who are trying to entice entice people to buy their homes before April 1st. One $16.5 million listing for a home is offering, and apparently this is on Mulholland Drive, they're offering people their choice of a luxury car. They can have an Aston Martin Vantage or an Aston Martin DBX 707 or a McLaren GT or a Bentley. If they pay the full price, close the escrow before April 1st. Is that kind of unique? That's cheaper than paying the tax. Giving away I, those cars as a bonus. If the home is worth $10 million, you know what the tax is? It's, it's $500,000. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Even it's if the home is only worth uh, lesser and, amounts and than you that. Know what? A 4% tax on $5 million is $200,000. This nonsense about building affordable housing. Oh, for God's sakes. The reason housing is not affordable is there's more people that want to live here than there is room. You, you can't make housing affordable. The reason that housing costs a lot of money is, is the land costs a lot of money. 
Yeah, right. Well, You're not going to build cheap housing, right? There, there's two ways to get affordable housing. You put it on cheap land, and there is no cheap land in L.A., or you build it with cheap materials, which is against the law in L.A. because of earthquakes. So there's no such thing. You know, you, you could have subsidized affordable housing, but you can't actually have affordable housing because there you can't add any more homes in L.A. It, it, all, every square inch is taken up. It's just well, it is what it is. That's why they wanted to bulldoze single-family homes and build all sorts of apartment buildings everywhere. Yeah, but that was the plan. They're not going to do that because people like living in the single-family homes. We're in the age of all these fantasy ideas, and, and, and they sell them really hard and really loud, but ultimately they don't happen, and they will but never the, happen. But they got to move the bums along, or we're just we're going to get more people lying in the parks and the streets. Well, that you can not do. just because of housing; it's because we don't treat addiction or mental illness well, that, or so many yeah, other things. That's most of it. But you're not going to you're not going to build affordable housing for bums in the street. The bums in the street are going to end up destroying the housing. You don't want to put those people inside housing. They don't deserve housing. Actually, you just—I've come to realize—you just have to get rid of them. You have to like put them put them in a. Right, but a, I guess the question is, where were they twenty years ago? Uh, we didn't have this kind of drug addiction. I think, you think the, it was the drugs mostly. Because uh, yeah. I was going to say, twenty years ago, there's homeless, but not like this, and, and not in all the places that they are today. And you also didn't have uh, uh, the, the quick dissemination of information. Once it became clear that L.A. was was up for grabs here, anybody could do anything they want, anywhere they want. They started coming in uh, by by the busloads because it spread very quickly on the internet. You didn't have social media twenty years ago. You, you didn't have inter internet that was so immersed in people's lives. Right. And and all all, all the bums figured it out. I mean, because most of most of the people are not are not Angelinos. You know, they're from out of state. We're taking care of everybody else's problems. Everybody else's dysfunctional family. Everyone else's drug addict son who got thrown out of the house because he stole mom's jewelry. All right. Uh, we're expecting at some point this coming hour for there to be a news conference in Nashville, Tennessee, about the school shooting, a private school called Covenant School. It's a religious school, a church school where a woman, 28-year-old woman, killed three adults and three children before the cops took her out. Uh, we'll bring that to you whenever it begins. If not, uh, you're going to hear other things we're going to talk about on the show. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.